Psalm 48, Part 1 of Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2, by St. Augustine of Hippo. Psalm 48, Part 1. 1. The title of this psalm is A Song of Praise to the Sons of Korah on the Second Day of the Week. Concerning this, what the Lord deigneth to grant, receive ye like sons of the firmament. For on the second day of the week, that is the day after the first, which we call the Lord's Day, which also is called the second weekday, was made the firmament of heaven, nay, the firmament heaven. For God called the firmament heaven. But in the first day he had made light, and divided it from darkness, and called the light day, and the darkness night. But as the context of this psalm indicates, somewhat also God foretold in that his work, which should be fulfilled in us. And so, according to the condition of this creation, the world ran its course. For in vain the Lord said of Moses, He wrote of me, unless all things which are written, even when God framed the creature, can be interpreted to signification of things to come, that thou mayest understand God to have made the light when Christ rose from the dead. For then truly the light was divided from the darkness, when immortality was separated from mortality. What then followeth? but that to the head the body also be made, which is the church. Verily, there is also a psalm concerning the first day of the week, wherein the Lord's resurrection is declared most openly. For there it is said, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. What more evident than that Christ is the King of glory, of whom is it said, had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The second day of the week, then, we ought not to understand, but of the church of Christ, but the church of Christ in the saints, the church of Christ in those who are written in heaven, the church of Christ in those who to this world's temptations yield not. For they are worthy of the name of firmament. The church of Christ, then, in those who are strong, of whom saith the Apostle, We that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, is called the firmament. Of this is sung in the psalm. Let us hear, acknowledge, associate, glory, reign. For her called firmament, here also in the apostolic epistles, the pillar and firmament of the truth, of this firmament is it sung to the sons of Korah, who ye know are the sons of the bridegroom crucified in the place of Calvary. For Korah is interpreted Calvitium. Now followeth in this psalm, which is inscribed on the second day of the week. 2. Verse 1. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. See, great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. But do infidels praise the Lord? Do they also who believe and yet live ill praise the Lord? They through whom it cometh to pass that the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles, do they praise God? Or in truth, if they do praise, is their praise accepted? 
when it is written, Praise is not seemly in the mouth of a sinner. Thou saidst then, Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, but say where? In the city of our God, in his holy mountain. Of this it is elsewhere spoken, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. In such great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, that is, in the city of our God, in his holy mountain. This is the city set upon an hill, which cannot be hid. This is the candle, which is not hidden under a bushel, to all known, to all proclaimed. Yet are not all men citizens thereof, but they in whom great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. What then is that city? Let us see whether perhaps, since it is said, in the city of our God, in his holy mountain, we ought not to inquire for this mountain, where also we may be heard. For not in vain is it said in another psalm, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. That hill helped thee then, that thou mightest be heard. For if unto it thou wentest not up, lying below thou mightest cry out, but heard thou couldst not be. What then is that mountain, brethren? One is it with great care to be inquired for, with great solicitude investigated, with labour also to be occupied and ascended. But if in any part of the earth it is, what shall we do? Shall we go abroad out of our own country, that to that mountain we may arrive? Nay, then we are abroad, when in it we are not. For that is our city, if we are members of the king, who is the head of the same city. Where then is that mountain? If any place it occupied, we must labour, as I said, to arrive thereat. But why art thou troubled? I would thou mayst not be slothful to ascend to the mountain, as the mountain was not slow to come to thee sleeping. For there was a certain cornerstone contemptible, whereat the Jews stumbled, cut out of a certain mountain without hands, that is, coming of the kingdom of the Jews without hands, because human operation went not with Mary, of whom was born Christ. But if that stone, when the Jews stumbled thereat, had remained there, thou hadst not had whither to ascend. But what was done? What saith the prophecy of Daniel? What but that the stone grew and became a great mountain? How great? So that it filled the whole face of the earth. By growing, then, and by filling the whole face of the earth, that mountain came to us. Why, then, seek we the mountain as though absent, and not as being present, ascend to it, that in us the Lord may be great and greatly to be praised? 3. Further, lest thou shouldst not recognize this mountain, even in this psalm, and shouldst think it to be sought in some other part of the earth, see what followeth. When he had said, In the city of our God, in his holy mountain, what added he? Verse 2. Spreading abroad the joys of the whole earth, the mountains of Sion. Sion is one mountain, why then mountains? Is it that to Sion belonged also those which came from the other side, so as to meet together on the cornerstone and become two walls, as it were, two mountains, one of the circumcision, the other of the uncircumcision, one of the Jews, the other of the Gentiles, no longer adverse, although diverse, because from different sides, now in the corner, not even diverse. 
for he is our peace, who hath made both one. The same cornerstone which the builders rejected is become the headstone of the corner. The mountain hath joined in itself two mountains, one house there is, and two houses, two because coming from different sides, one because of the cornerstone, wherein both are joined together. Here also this, the mountains of Sion, the sides of the north, are the city of the great king. For thou hadst thought of Sion as one place where Jerusalem was built, and therein none occurred to thee, save the people of the circumcision, which indeed in the remnant was gathered by Christ, but in the greater part winnowed like chaff. For it is written, A remnant shall be saved. But consider also the Gentiles, see also the wild olive tree grafted into the fatness of the olive. See the Gentiles, the sides of the north, the sides of the north are joined to the city of the great king. The north is wont to be contrary to Sion. Sion, forsooth, is in the south, the north over against the south. Who is the north but he who said, I will sit in the sides of the north, I will be like the Most High? The devil had held dominion over the ungodly, and possessed the nations, serving images, adoring demons, and all whatsoever there was of humankind, anywhere throughout the world, by cleaving to him, had become north. But since he who binds the strong man taketh away his goods, and maketh them his own goods, men delivered from infidelity and superstition of devils, believing in Christ, are fitted on to that city, have met in the corner that wall that cometh from the circumcision, and that was made the city of the great king, which had been the sides of the north. Therefore also in another scripture it is said, Out of the north come clouds of golden colour, great is the glory and honour of the Almighty. For great is the glory of the physician, when from being despaired of the sick recovers. Out of the north come clouds, and not black clouds, not dark clouds, not lowering, but of golden colour. Whence but by grace illumined through Christ. See, the sides of the north are the city of the great king, the sides truly because they had adhered to the devil, for whoever adheres to any one are said to be his sides. For even of some men we are wont so to speak. He is a good man, but he hath bad sides. That is, he indeed excelleth in probity, but wicked are they that are joined with him. The sides of the north, then, those who adhered to the devil. Whence came also that son of whom but now we heard, that he was dead and is alive again, he was lost and is found. For by going to a far country he had come even to the north, and there, as ye know, he had joined himself to one of the princes of that country. He became then a side of the north, by adhering to a prince of that country, but because the city of the great king is collected even out of the side of the north, he returned to himself and said, I will arise and go to my father. And his father met him, and said of him, He was dead and is alive again, he was lost and is found. That fatted calf was the cornerstone. At last the elder son, who refused to sit down to meet, being exhorted by his father, entered in, and now made two walls, like the two sons coming to the calf, have made the city of the great king. 4. Let the psalm then follow and say, God shall be known in her houses. Now in her houses, because of the mountains, because of the two walls, because of the two sons, God shall be known in her houses, but he commendeth grace, therefore he addeth, when he shall take her up. 
for what would that city have been unless he had taken her up? Would it not immediately have fallen unless it had such foundation? For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Let none then glory in his own merits, but he that glorieth let him glory in the Lord. For then is that city great, then is the Lord known therein, when he shall take her up, as the physician taketh up the sick man to be cured, not to be loved as he is. For the physician hates the fever. The physician doth not love the sick man, and the physician doth love the sick man. If he loved him sick, he would always wish him sick. Again, if he loved not the sick man, to the sick man he would not come. But he loveth him sick, that he may make him whole. The Lord, then, hath taken up this city, and is known therein, that is, his grace is known in that city, for whatever that city hath, which glorieth in the Lord, it hath not of itself. For because of this it is said, What hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? God shall be known in her houses when he shall take her up. 5. Verse 3. For lo, the kings of the earth are gathered together. Behold now those sides of the north. See how they come, see how they say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, and he will teach us his way, and we will walk in it. Lo, the kings of the earth are gathered together, and have come together in one. In what one but that cornerstone? Verse 4. They saw it, and so they marveled. After their marvelling at the miracles and glory of Christ, what followed? They were troubled, they were moved. Verse 5. Trembling took hold upon them. Whence took trembling hold upon them, but from the consciousness of sins? Let them run then, king after king, kings. Let them acknowledge the king. Therefore saith he elsewhere, Yet have I been set by him a king upon his holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree, The Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son. This day I have begotten thee. Ask of me, and I will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the ends of earth for thy possession. Thou shalt rule them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. A king then was heard of set up in Sion. To him were delivered possessions even to the uttermost parts of the earth. Kings behoved to fear, lest they should lose the kingdom, lest the kingdom be taken from them. As wretched Herod feared, and for the child slew the children. But fearing to lose his kingdom, he deserved not to know the king. Would that he too had adored the king with the magi, not by ill-seeking the kingdom, slain the innocents and perished guilty. For as concerning him he destroyed the innocents, but as for Christ, even a child, the children dying for him did he crown. Therefore behoved kings to fear when it was said, Yet have I been set a king by him upon his holy hill of Zion, and inheritance to the uttermost parts of the earth shall he give him, who set him up king. But why envy ye, O ye kings? View, not envy, for otherwise is he king, who said, My kingdom is not of this world. Fear not, then, that the kingdom of this world be taken from you. A kingdom shall be given to you, but of heaven, where he is king. What then follows? Understand now, therefore, O ye kings, now were ye preparing to envy. Understand now, of another king it is spoken, whose kingdom is not of this world. Justly, then, the kings were gathered together in one, they were troubled, trembling took hold upon them.
thence also this is said to them understand now therefore o ye kings be instructed ye judges of the earth serve the lord with fear and rejoice unto him with trembling and what did they their pains as of a woman in travail what are the pains as of a woman in travail but the pangs of a penitent see the same conception of pain and travail of thy fear saith isaiah we have conceived we have travailed of the spirit of salvation so then the kings conceived from the fear of christ that by travailing they brought forth salvation by believing on him whom they had feared their pains as of a woman in travail when of travail thou hearest expect a birth the old man travaileth but the new man is born their pains as of a woman in travail six verse six with a strong wind thou shalt break the ships of tarshish briefly understood this is thou shalt overthrow the pride of the nations but where in this history is mentioned the overthrowing of the pride of the nations because of the ships of tarshish learned men have inquired for tarshish a city that is what city was signified by this name and to some it has seemed that cilicia is called tarshish because its metropolis is called tarsus of which city was the apostle paul being born in tarsus of cilicia but some have understood by it carthage being haply sometimes so named or in some language so signified for in the prophet isaiah it is thus found howl ye ships of carthage but in ezekiel by some interpreters the word is translated carthage by some tarshish and from this diversity it can be understood that the same which was called carthage is called tharsus but it is manifest that in the beginning of its reign carthage flourished with ships and so flourished that among other nations they excelled in trafficking and navigation for when dido flying from her brother escaped to the parts of africa where she built carthage the ships which had been prepared for commerce in his country she had taken with her for her flight the princes of the country consenting to it and the same ships also when carthage was built failed not in traffic and hence that city became too proud so that justly by its ships may be understood the pride of the nations presuming on things uncertain as on the breath of the winds now let none presume on full sails and on the seeming fair state of this life as of the sea be our foundation in sion there ought we to be established not to be carried about with every wind of doctrine whoso then by the uncertain things of this life had been puffed up let them be overthrown and be all the pride of the nations subjected to christ who shall with a strong wind break all the ships of tarshish not of any city but of tarshish how with a strong wind with very strong fear for so all pride feared him that shall judge as on him humble to believe lest him exalted it should fear end of psalm forty eight part one